Welcome, welcome to the Filthy Casuals, a Siege podcast hosted by your two resident sweaty tryhards, Chris and Tony. Chris, go ahead and introduce yourself. Ah, yes, I'm Chris. I suck at Siege, but hey, I like the science behind it, and that's all that really matters. And I'm kind of here just to discuss that, just discuss what's going on with the game and the state of the game. Tony, what about you? I'm happy we could actually do this. I've been listening to Siege podcast for as long as I've been playing the game, um, and I've always wanted to do one myself. So this is kind of uh, very exciting for me. But kind of let's uh, let's get into it. First thing I want to do is uh, you know give a little background on you know ourselves as players and just as people, and then we'll There's get into much... to uh, first topic. So there's not much about us as players, man. It's pretty clean cut. Say so we we're pretty uh pretty filthy in the casual lobbies, man. Alright, well let me try and give a little backstory then. So uh Chris and I <laughs> Chris and I both started out playing on console and then made the switch over to PC. I have been playing since the beta and Chris I think you started in White Noise, is that right? Uh yeah. Yep. So Just when we both White been playing for out. years. We do have the experience of playing on console for an extended period of time and then switching to PC. So me personally, I started on PS4. I played the beta, played the first couple years of the game, and then during Operation Health, I made the switch to PC, which was awesome. And then I went to Xbox, which I don't recommend. Like, if you go to PC, stay on PC. But I went to Xbox, met this crazy fucker named Chris, and we started playing there and then i went back to pc and peer pressured him into building his own pc and to join me he's not wrong which i mean generally i don't recommend you peer pressure people but in this situation it was fucking money hey it's fine to peer pressure people to buy in a pc because that's less money for drugs so i mean you're not wrong you're not wrong (laughs) i mean you want to incriminate yourself on the internet it's cool i i support that Hey, I not saying I do drugs, but if I did, I wouldn't have much money. I have a PC. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the the first topic, which every uh, week I think we decide it's gonna be a weekly podcast. First topic yeah. is gonna be kind of a uh, changes in the game, so we're not gonna really go through all of the patch notes line by line because uh, it's not really our thing, and frankly, we couldn't fucking be bothered. Uh, but we will talk about things that have changed in the game, uh, big changes, you know what we think about it, you know, what we like, what we don't like, uh, that type of thing. So, on that note, Chris, uh, we're in the last season of uh, of this year of Siege, and there's been some changes. There was a uh, certain god operator that was buffed, um, and some other things as well. So, How do you buff a god? That's, that's what I'm question. saying, man. How do you yeah. buff a god? It's impossible. Uh, but let, let's get into that. Uh, what's changed in Siege recently that... Uh, that you dig, that you like, and maybe, you know, is there anything that they that's changed that, that you just aren't a fan of? And let's, uh, let's get into well, it. Definitely, so on the god thing, right, how do you buff a god? Well, basically, oh, well, they took they took our lord and savior Tachanka and they turned him into a freaking beast, dude. He's a legend now. He's got an LMG that can just kill everything in sight. And he's got basically Kapitao arrows, just with more arc on them. Yeah, and I, important to point out, his LMG is now just a weapon he carries around. Because previously, yeah. it was you had to mount it on the ground. Which is very, very nice. Uh, say, that's that's actually my favorite change, is just Tachanka being better, you know? I love the Tachanka's better, um, 
but it is kind of upsetting he's no longer a meme he's like actually a good operator now um so it's it's like good and bad bittersweet if you will uh but more exciting to me than the tachanka change is that fucking outback is gone it is not oh yes that shit is sayonara no more i will say however um skyscraper I personally don't think it was ranked ready as of right now. Then again, I don't have much experience on Skyscraper. Yeah, that was but... kind of what I was going to say. I, I'm not sure that I'm ready to say it's not ranked ready. I just haven't put enough time in to, to know it well enough. I will say at this point it does seem pretty pretty more defenderly focused than the rest of the maps, and they're all pretty defender-focused anyway. But, I mean, we got to play I... it more and kind of see what happens. Yeah, but I feel like that's that's every map, you know, whenever they introduce a new season, whether they reworked a map or they added a new one, it either goes really smooth or it sucks in rank. There's no in-between, yeah. Um, yeah. especially I mean, when it true. comes to new maps. For sure. And uh, reworks especially. Um, so, um, we talked about the new operator, too. Um, oh, Yes, they uh, they added a new operator to defense called a Rooney. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it or not, but that's what I'm gonna fucking say. Yeah, um, fair enough. God damn it! And she, she has is. a fucking DMR on defense. Yeah, well, she has a choice between two main weapons. She's got the Mark 14 EBR, which is the uh, DMR, and she's got the P10 Roni, which is uh, Mozzie's uh, secondary, or no, second primary gun. Um, she also has access to a bulletproof camera or barbed wire. She's a two armor, two speed, and she has a Cavs pistol. Yes. Uh, yes. And if you punch, uh, it makes a fucking hole in a wall oh, a, or a really immediately destroys a barricade right in one hit. So if you're trying to like spawn peek and you go to melee one little section out of the window, just know the whole thing's coming open and you're probably going to get reverse spawn peeked. It happens. <laughs> and I would also like to say that if you don't use the the EBR, you're probably fucking tripping. So if you have not hey, tried that know, yet, give it a try. So, and this is this is where I would tend to disagree with you, right? So the EBR is, is great, don't get me wrong. The Mark 14, awesome gun. Um, but if you're the type of person, like, I know especially on console, it's hard to land precise uh, shots. I would definitely go for the P10 Roni, but always keep in mind it has a tiny magazine. Yeah, that was my thing. Like, uh, I feel like even on console, you probably still want to go with the DMR because you you miss a couple shots with your Roni and you won't even get one kill, let alone be able to chain a couple together. But I mean, which is yeah, fair. They're both out, very skilled. They're both very skill guns. Like uh, both of the guns require skill. I mean, let's be honest. Like console players, some, like high end console players, like high level players have fucking crazy aim. And I do think that, like, there's a much bigger difference between, like, if you look at, like, a noob on console and, like, a like a champion on console, that that's, I think, more of a difference than, like, a noob on PC and a champion on PC. Because uh, on PC, unless you're, like, really just god-awful, you have some expertise with aiming with a mouse because it's just fucking easier. So, True. The, True. yeah, at least, in, at least in aiming, probably not game sense and shit. Also, so as as Ubisoft describes um, her ability, I'm um, referring back to a Rooney. Um, it is a gate that projects a laser array capable of detecting anyone moving through it. 
Um, it also destroys um, like gadgets that go through it, like um, grenades or stuns. It does you, have a uh, reset timer, though. Yeah, and you can walk through it. It won't kill you, but it'll take, what is it, 40 or 60% of your health? I can't remember. I, I think it's 40, I'm pretty sure, because I okay. just walked through one the last yeah. rank game we played, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, it's very good. Uh, it's also indestructible, which I'm not sure if I like or not. Um, but it's easy to counter. Like, you could literally just throw a drone or a flashbang or anything at it, and it'll destroy that, but it'll open the wall for... How long did you say it was? 15, 20 I, I don't actually know. It, That's, it's I, not I, super yeah. quick. Like, you, you'll have time to walk through it and peek around. Like, you don't have to, like, sprint through it as soon as it goes down. You know, yeah. It's, it's, it's balanced in that sense, the timing-wise, anyway. Um, another, gotta... another huge change... Uh, they nerfed the shit out of Jaeger again. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So, um, his, so Jaeger's, uh, active defense system has a cooldown of 10 seconds after destroying a projectile. Um, where previously it would just, each ADS would deny two throwables and then it would be done. Yeah, now granted. But there's a, there's a time, you know, reset. Yep, that's exactly what I was just about to say. <laughs> it is infinite now. It just has a cooldown, which yeah. kind of sucks. It, but it, it, it really changes the meta a bit because, like, if if you really want to be able to deny, you know, flashbangs and nades and shit, you kind of either have to say, okay, fuck it, we're not going to do that, or bring Jaeger and Wamai. Yeah, yeah, it does add a lot more like usefulness to Wamai. Um, for sure, hundred percent, for sure. And well, Mai's not a bad operator. He's got some good guns. Maybe well, not. Mai, the science Yeager's. guy, is one of my top picks. One <laughs> of my yeah. top picks, easily. Hell yeah. Say um, something I would also like to bring attention to because he's my favorite operator on defense um, for a lot of sites is uh, Echo. Um, his Yokai drones yeah, now remain they, visible. They did nerf the the shit out of him a bit. Just a bit. Oh my god. Yeah, so Granted, pr- previously his yokai drones, when they were up on the ceiling and they hadn't just been fired, were, com- were pretty much completely invisible. They were incredibly hard to see unless you were running an IQ or Thatcher through in his thing. Um, now they're just completely visible the whole time. Yeah. Granted, I, I do say it does it does take stress off of attack, which I feel like is a move in the right direction because every map is defender-sided because defenders don't have to push. I, I honestly... Right? I, I feel like... The only reason they did this is because of the the ban rate. Like, I think he was getting banned a lot, and they didn't like that. Like, I don't know. Oh, that's true. That's true. But, you know, it, it, I, I do see what Ubisoft is trying to do. Like, they're trying to make it an even 50-50 on who's going to win on attack. And right now, honestly, defense has... And I feel like defense is always going yeah, to have the de- advantage. Defense has you... been incredibly dominant the last, I don't know, year and a half plus. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Say, whenever I first started playing, like, you, I never really noticed it. I was like, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, it seems pretty fair. I mean, but yeah. Defense does have the in- inherited advantage that you just, you don't have to do nothing. Just hold an angle the entire game. It's super boring, but that's how you win, right? Yeah, but on top of that, though, you got to look at the operators they've been adding. You look at all these trap operators and yeah. you know, what that's doing to the game oh. and you know that the 20 second meta you see in in pro games where they'll regularly spend the entire round except for the last 20 seconds kind of setting up and getting ready and burning ads's and you know shooting legion traps and you know, all different kinds of shit just to be able to get to the point where they can actually do their push um and we see that kind of changing a little bit 
with these changes they've done in this uh, latest update. But I also feel at the same time, it, you know, they took two steps forward and one step back because a Rooney can be considered as a trap operator. I mean, oh, her... dude, uh, two steps forward, one step back is uh, Ubisoft's bread and butter. That's their shit, man. <laughs> That's they've been, true. They've been That's perfecting true. that for the last five years. Now, now, something I do, I, I hate whenever I play the game that it's like this, but I, I you know, at the same time, I love it. Is the runout timer? You're like basically. In instantly detected. Yeah, I, I, I mean, think you have one full second, and then you're detected, which is yeah, a pretty pretty big uh pretty big change. I mean, I've still been able to pull off some pretty pretty neat runouts and, and get I, people, but see, the thing is, I, I feel like uh, most people get annoyed when they get uh spawn peaked, and, and like I feel like mm, eight or nine times out of ten, it's usually just an angle where they're standing inside. Um, yeah, rather yeah. than an actual runout, so I'm not sure that's the change that really needed to happen. I think maybe take a couple of those those places where almost in, not instantly because they got rid of those, but like in the, you know you run around the first corner on offense and you're there's a line of sight. Like let's say uh on canal, if you're running from docks, there's that window, and as soon as you cross that plane, you can get shit on. So maybe changing that slightly might have been a better idea than making runouts just basically completely impossible. Like, I feel like spawn peaks are a, a very key part in the game, but for maps like Cafe or Oregon, there's so many places you can get spawn peaked. Even Chalet, or not Chalet, um, Consulate. Um, Consulate sucks for spawn peaks. I mean, last rank, or uh, the game before last that we played that was on Consulate, um, I pre-fired, like, 10 spawn peaks and then the yeah. one i didn't pre-fire i just got killed yep yeah so i feel like that's definitely a uh definitely a problem for sure yeah but i mean you look at the the changes they made and they're definitely aware of it and they're trying to fix it so you know that's that's definitely good um i'm trying to think what else what else changes yeah uh, as far as like significant changes we're going to go over nothing else comes to mind for me but uh, if there's anything else you want to talk about definitely or we can uh, oh, kind of move on yep, to yep, another yep. topic got something um ash's breaching rounds oh, uh, yeah, now now destroy malusi's stuff um and she which... also has three now which yeah I, yeah so that's really i don't nice. know exactly when that happened i think it was this change it might have been the previous one but she used to have two and now she has three uh no that was actually year five season four yeah so this one it was this one. Okay. All, mm -hmm. right. All right. Um, she also doesn't have stuns anymore. Uh, it's now a claymore, so that kind of sucks. But, you know, not having a hitbox plus a really fast breaching charge, that's kind of OP. I, I can understand, you know. I mean, I'm honestly okay. Um, ah, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't mind really either way. The, the hitbox does annoy me, um, but I don't really care about the equipment changes too much. Dokubi did get her uh, frag grenades back. That's why I was okay, like, "Okay, so yeah, she did. She, she did previously her. lose them, right?" Yep, yep, yeah, yep. Okay. She did. Yeah, she did lose them, but now she's got them back instead of her stuns. Uh, so I knew she had them back. I just didn't yeah, know when that happened. But I'm right. reading the patch notes right now, and yeah, it, it just happened this season. Nice, nice. Other than that, man, I'm. Yeah, I think that pretty much covers. Covers a new update. I mean, not all, all right. of it, but so let's uh let's move on to the next topic, and that's the idea of like uh you know time in results out type of thing. You look at uh pro players and this game siege and other uh this game Counter Strike and other games. You know, having like ten thousand plus hours played in the game, 
And uh, my question to you, Chris, is uh, if this game stays around long enough that casuals like us, filthy casuals, rack up 10,000 hours, do you think our rank would actually increase that much or the other rest of the community put in hours too would make that much of a difference? So I, so here's my theory on that, right? If it's ever to the point where me and you can get 10,000 hours in this game, which mind you, I'm almost at, I'm almost at a thousand hours. Yeah. Um, I'm somewhere between 1500 and 2000. Yeah. So I have less playtime than you, but we're about the same skill either way. Um, bad man feels bad. Moving on. So if we get to the point where me and you have 10,000 hours, let's say combined or just individually, we have 10,000 hours. I feel like the meta will change so much that we can't predict it, right? Because you got to think, That's at that point, point there's yeah. there's probably over 150 operators, 100 on each yeah. side, probably. Yeah. I mean, if I think back to Vanilla Siege, or if you think back to how it was in uh, White Noise, like it's it's basically an unrecognizable game from what it was. Yeah, 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 dude. She just changed so much, and it's so hard to keep up with everything every season. Yeah, and know? that's the thing. Like, it, it is a five-year-old game, but you got to think, like, I cannot think of any other games that are five years old that have gotten regular patches and content and fixes every three or four months for the last five years. Like, uh, nothing. Dude, Fortnite's month. getting up there, though. Fortnite's staying alive a lot. That's true. Like, they, they do get a lot of... Uh, a lot of updates and stuff. Uh, how long has that game been out? Uh, it, the Battle Royale portion came out in 2017, I think, right? Yeah, so it's been around for three years. Yeah, it's true. I mean, shoot, I've been, I, shoot, I played it for like a year and a half, two years, dude. Yeah, I was playing I it for it a forever. little bit, and I'm not going to lie to you, I bought the, the new Battle Pass because it has Mando, and I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, but this wow. isn't a, a, a Fortnite podcast, but, you know. Oh, fair enough. I was just... Yeah. No, no, you make a good point. Yeah, that, that's the only other game I can think of. Yeah. Uh, well, um, maybe yeah. Counter Strike because it still has a strong community, but I think that's mainly because they don't of get the, uh... anywhere near the amount of regular updates that uh, that Siege does. That's true, but they do have a lot of people though. They got a ton of people, yeah. yeah. Um, but you got to think like they were not really doing much with it until Valorant came out, and now they're trying to change some things to make it better. Yeah, which is true. Valorant, that Valorant's another subject because it's kind of competing with Siege right now. I feel like it's competing a lot with Counter-Strike, and uh, I feel like Siege is pretty much in a category by itself, because it's really unlike any other game. Like, it's an FPS, but it doesn't play like Valorant or CS, it doesn't play like Call of Duty or Halo, it plays very, Better. very different because of the, <laughs> because of the, the tactics and yeah. really the, the destructibility, and it, it's yeah. kind of like the sky's the limit as far as, you know, strats and angles and peak holes, like, uh, you know, you, you're as good as your next big brain play, honestly, which I don't yeah. see in those other games. That's just like, shoot, I've been, I've been playing Kaid well since, of course, he came out, and uh, I just learned today in a, like, high silver, low gold lobby that, uh, that there's two, two spots on, uh, oh, what's that, what's that map? Border. Border, yep. Two spots well, I never even thought of. Wasn't the game where there yeah. were two plats and a previous diamond, though? Yeah, yeah, that was okay, the exact yeah. same game, yeah. Yeah, that was a silver lobby, in quotations, because they did the hard yeah. reset for the ELO. Dude, honestly, dude, I, I after I heard there was diamonds and plats, I, I was just like, yep, uh, try harding. Uh, let the record show, we won that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. There yeah, were a yeah. couple situations where I shit all over that diamond. I'm just going to put that out there. Oh, definitely, dude. I pulled up their stats on R6 tracker. 
and yeah, they were they were previous diamonds and plats. Yeah. I was yeah. I was surprised. But hey, I mean, we were plat consistently on console, so like we have yeah, the game uh, sense. We're, we're pocket plats. Because pocket plat on plat on console, not yet on PC. Hey, we're, but that's changing this season, it. man. Yeah, like, yeah. We're, we're grinding it. Last season, you know, we hit mid gold. This season, hey, we're going all the way, baby. Uh, yeah. Anyways, back to the topic because we kind of strayed off. So what's what's back Maybe. to the ten thousand hours thing? What's what's your viewpoint on that? I think um, you get to a point where you have like that much time in and that much experience with with anything, um, and you kind of de- even like in spite of the meta, you kind of get to that next level. So you got to think of like the only other game or game series I put like probably more time in than siege is call of duty um so i've been playing call of duty since like i guess call of duty 2 like way back in the day um and like there's that's a little different because it's a new game that comes out every year but like it changes a lot and there's like a different meta each year and then you know changes within the year but you kind of like get to the point where like ah this is what you need to know this is what you need to do this is how you play and no matter what they throw at you unless they make it into a completely different game you're kind of on that next level but um which is fair 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 because i have the same feeling about that too but i'm not sure this is going to be like that uh so i guess we'll have to keep grinding and see uh but i would like to think that by the time you know we got 10k hours of experience in this fucker we could at least easily be plat each season Oh, no, by 10,000 hours, we're probably going to be diamond. Okay, dude. but that's what I'm saying, though. That was yeah. the original question, and then you were like, ah, but yeah. All right, uh, all right. I mean, I respect I, I, it. after you making your point, I, I do kind of side with you a little bit more, but honestly, again, dude, it's so unpredictable because of how often they do update it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Um, And I, I'm not going to lie, there's been certain periods in this game where it's just been not fun, and, you know, that's when I take a break for a couple months and then come back to it. No, which is fair. But, That's I mean, why we're filthy casuals. <laughs> no, we baby. No, we don't baby. grind all day, every day, just on just on days that end in Y, dude. <laughs> and tomorrow doesn't end in Y. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, you want to move on to the next topic? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. All right, so let's get into this next one. So uh, kind of uh, the idea of uh, like creating a, a captivating and uh engaging experience in a game that kind of makes you want to come back and play and play no matter what like i think uh the the illustration i have is like back in the day like halo um created a really great game and one one thing the developers said and uh i think i was watching a documentary or something they talk about like uh 30 seconds of fun and uh they're like part of this you know community of gamers that like if the game doesn't capture that 30 seconds of fun like they'll walk away and not play it and i think halo definitely hit that um you know they hit that nail on the head uh you know you run into a a pack of enemies and you take out the elites and then you know the grunts kind of like run away screaming and you know you know be able ability to stick people with grenades and shit they did definitely nailed that 30 seconds of fun but i think for me um siege is like the ultimate evolution of that so you look at siege and uh you know it's a it's a multiplayer game it's got a set number of maps but for me the replayability is infinite because of the the strategies you can employ and because of really because of the destructibility so you could theoretically play like round after round on the same map and it won't play the same like what do we play like 18 rounds straight on cafe dosevsky oh my god two games of double overtime 
And oh, like, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that any one of those rounds played the same as any other ones, even though they're, I mean, they're in the same, same game at the same time. Um, but I think, uh, you know, it's, it's just, uh, definitely got excellent, excellent replayability, but, uh, you want to talk on that for a minute? Give me your, give me your thoughts. Uh, yeah. So kind of, kind of to explain on your idea, right. Um, so back to the cafe, as much as I hate to talk about <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> um, so I gotta say, like, the replayability, um, after playing a map 18 rounds in a row, there's some things that, you know, people do that are kind of in the same patterns. Um, so, like, yeah, they normally push the hatches, and then, you know, the some might get ballsy and drop, uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. But even with that, everybody plays differently, right? So yeah. I, I yeah. definitely feel that siege does have that replayability and i definitely i 100 percent agree with you on that um something that i wanted to also expand upon with that is um uh, if i don't lose my train of thought here uh <laughs> you know the, uh, on the 30 seconds of fun when it comes down you know last 30 seconds yeah. For, yeah. the last 30 seconds in a round right if you're on the defense you're thinking do i run away do I sit here? Do I wait for them to plant? Is he planning? Is he faking plant? Right? There's so many things going through yeah. your head, and the adrenaline of the game Absolutely. just pumps right through you. I'll yeah. have times, you know, I'll clutch up, and my hands are shaking. I have to calm myself, right? Because yeah. this game just gets you so gets you so into it, right? Yeah, like, that's, you that's, be... that's such a great point. Like, you you think about, like, a, uh, a clutch situation where you're clutching, like, 1v3 1v4 situation in like a a double overtime to like win a ranked match and like that feeling that uh that adrenaline that's rushing through you while you're playing and that feeling of either like so so proud and happy after it ends that you won or like kind of super bummed that you didn't like tell me any other game that like makes you feel that way that that has definitely that not COD. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not Although oh my I guess, god! I guess it's getting there with this new uh, SBMM, but we won't talk about that. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a different podcast, man. <laughs> uh, no, but like, and, and to expand more on that, right? Because this, this is actually a really good topic. It kind of, kind of, kind of makes me want to talk about it, man. Well, get into uh, it, man. <laughs> guys so even even if it's not like a double overtime, this is your plat game. This is the game where you finally hit plat, right? Even if it's not that game. And, and it's not those rounds. Even if you're you're three and zero, and this is match point, and it's a one v two or a one v one, right? Your blood is still pumping. Even though if you lose that round, that's yeah, fine. You'll get them next round. Absolutely. But you want to end the game. You want to win now. That's yeah. what gets you. Yeah. And it doesn't shoot. It doesn't even matter if it's match point, dude. It could be the first round, right? Yeah. One one thing I will say though is that there is absolutely not that feeling at all if you're not playing ranked. You know, I gotta say, yeah, I agree with you. I wanted to not agree with you, because I always want to not agree with you. You know, that, that makes the conversation fun, but I feel like, definitely, dude, definitely. Yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy, ca all right, I'm sorry, I enjoy uh, casual, I think it's quick play, uh, whatever they call it now, but casual and unranked, I do enjoy it, it's fun, uh, but for me, like, ranked or bust. Yeah, if I'm playing, like, casual or unrated like we were with your buddy who just bought the game. Yeah. Like, 
I'm just digging around, dude. Oh, I'm sure. not even pulling strats. I'm trying the one taps. I'm trying to get basically clips, dude. Yeah, I'm trying to get yeah, cool sure. stuff. I mean, you think about back to that, that unranked we just played where we forgot halfway through if it was ranked or unranked, and we were like, oh, well, that should be everything. <laughs> like, is this, is this actually ranked? Like, should we? Yeah. Should we? I guess we maybe we shouldn't full send, you know? I mean, yeah, it's like, because I, I mean, shoot, I even TK'd, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Being a toxic player, being a filthy <laughs> casual, right? And uh, then you were the just filthy like, filthy casual's podcast hey. in no way uh, encourages uh, TK'ing and toxic behavior. Uh, not Unless it's your best friend, and then if it's <laughs> your best friend, like, Nick over here. Uh, oh, man. Uh, the days. Oh, jeez. Anyways, if you want to take over for a second, I am receiving a phone call. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll probably hold off on getting into the next topic until Chris is off the phone. But uh, you know what they say: uh, the, the show must go on. Uh, so you know, talking more about this, this, uh, this what thirty seconds <laughs> of fun. You know, they just were really just captured flawlessly. I want to. Are talk you also- just talking at this point? <laughs> Are you just. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't you have a phone call? Yeah, yeah, it's already done. It no, was, but you, you look yeah. at, like, the, the evolution of FPS. <laughs> like, you look back at old FPSs, like, uh, like the first couple Dooms and uh, Quake and Unreal Tournament and stuff like that, where it was all, um, was... you know, very PC-focused very PC focused and, like, uh, you know, fast reaction time, arena shooter, stuff like that. And then it kind of changed to be more slower, clunky, and tactical uh, when, uh, you know, the rise of consoles, so they can kind of put it out on that. And it'll be playable, uh, like you know, we had like GoldenEye on the S sixty four, which showed that you could have like a fun multiplayer game on console, and it kind of worked, you know, ish. And then you had Halo come out on the Xbox, you know, two analog sticks giving you the ability to actually aim a lot better um, on console. That's about the best you're gonna get. Um, so, but you, you take you take that change, and then it kind of like it didn't change back to like the way it used to be with arena shooters. But I feel like it has the same type of uh, you know, skill gap and skill ceiling, um, which I like a lot. So I hate to be that guy, right? Sure. But um, do you though? Not so I you. comprehend. I I comprehend what you're saying. Um, I was not born in a time where I played those games a lot, right? Because uh, <laughs> those games were before my time, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> I am I am 18. I I did not play those games, but I can understand what you're saying. And I definitely feel like that. Dev- from the sounds of it, it was a good step forward in the first-person shooter world. You know, I'm kind of getting introduced to it very late. But what hey. was a good step forward? You know, being able to bring console into it. So it was good for console players, but it kind of sucked for PC players because for a long time they were getting basically shitty ports of console games that weren't designed for PCs. Mm, fair. But, fair. yeah, I mean... You, you gotta think, most of the, like, the, the, I feel like at the time, right, just knowing how computers were, um, I feel like console was definitely where they should have been focusing to grow their base, rather than PC. Shooters? Yeah. Interesting, why do you think that? Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to pick my words carefully here. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> So my my basic because you know PCs you had a trackball mouse right, 
it, it wasn't really that good. You, you, th you know what I'm saying? Like, I've played games with a trackball mouse. I'm not that young. I played, I well, Minecraft, but hey. You play, play, Amy with a trackball mouse is still infinitely better than Amy with two sticks and definitely better than Amy with one stick like early console shooters or with buttons and shit. Which is, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But I feel like the more casual player, right, was doing, you know, console. Yeah, for sure. But that's what I'm saying. The games were then tailored for that casual audience. And they were, you know, you look at how fast and... You know this like the the steel ceiling for like the early arena shooters or even something like CS, um, and then you look at like I don't know, pick a console shooter where you you know aim with your gun you know fairly slowly because it's a it's a stick and then you know you reload you take cover you know it's just a completely different I don't know, but I feel you I feel you yeah but I mean I'm we're, we're kind of getting I'm a little tracking. off track you want to move on to next one yeah how about uh I know it's not the next one. But, no, we can uh, skip around. Yeah, what do you want? Yeah. I feel like cross-play and cross-progression should yeah. be... Yeah, uh... um, we can definitely talk about that and highlight what's, that. What's um, your... Uh... So I think cross-progression, I'm 100% for, and I want it in the game right now. I've been saying that for a long time because I have a lot of black ice and other shit spread across <laughs> three different platforms that I would love to be consolidated <laughs> all on my PC account. That would be fantastic. Uh, but if we're going to talk about cross-play, I think definitely they've already announced... They have, this is already confirmed, you know, Xbox One with Series X and Series S and PS4 with, you know, PS5. That's cool. Yes, I'm all for that. But I'm also all for Xbox and PlayStation, all generations, all interconnecting and playing together, like other games that are doing that. Um, that's all good. But if you want to start getting into cross-play between PC and console... Uh, we can get into that when we talk about it. We also have to talk about the K-Bam problem on console or, you know, people using adapters to play with keyboard and mouse on console. Okay. So, let's uh, <laughs> let's get into that. Let's start. I'll, I'll turn it over to you. We'll, oh, this we'll is get, like we'll a two-hour we'll long your... discussion, dude. Well, we, well we, you know, we can, we can revisit it in later episodes, but oh, definitely, uh, definitely. let's talk about it a little bit. What do you think, man? So... I think Siege should take a note out of other games' playbooks, right? But I don't think they should copy other games 100% unless I'm just wrong, and please someone tell me if I am, right? So when it comes to PC playing with console, here's how it should work. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it does work like this in other games. But if a PC is queued with a console player, they should be playing up against mixed teams, as in other people that are queued with PC and console players. Mm -hmm. Might mm -hmm. hurt the queue times, but you get to play with your buddies. Mm -hmm. um, now, if they didn't do that, I feel like if a, P if a PC joined up with a console, they should just be playing up against PC. They're kind of like what COD does. Yeah. It sucks for the console player, but you're playing with your buddy. Yeah, I think right? that, you know, that's exactly it. You have to opt into it. Uh, when you're yeah. going to be playing with people that are using keyboard and mouse. Um, and I think, you know, if, if hey, you want to play with your buddy, he's on PC, you know get into that lobby that you're going to be in a mixed lobby situation or even a lobby where there's you with a controller and the other nine people are all on keyboard and mouse. Like, that's you got to know that's a possibility. you got to opt into it. Um, now, with okay, the yeah. K-BAM on console, right, you, you do have to take that into... You know, consideration. Um, it, yeah, and you gotta understand we're talking about people that are 
basically cheating to be able to do that. It's not something yeah. like in Call of Duty or in Fortnite where it's integrated into the game and the developers have put that in so that if you plug in those inputs, it puts you in different lobbies. We're talking about people that yeah. are using things like Chronoses and Zims to trick the console into thinking their input method is a controller when in reality they're using a keyboard and mouse. And what's to say, so when I started first using keyboard and mouse on console, right? I, I never cheated on Rainbow Six. Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't twist my words. Um, but it was Minecraft. And I was like, dude, this is amazing. And then Fortnite came out. And I was like, wait, I can use my keyboard and mouse? Bad, dude. So I started using it, and it puts me in keyboard and mouse lobbies. No longer PC or Xbox. It's keyboard and mouse lobbies, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think... Because I did play with the controller too. Matter of fact, I was better with controller. Um, I don't really think that controller playing up against keyboard and mouse, that the game didn't detect it. I don't think that was really a problem with that game in particular. Uh, yeah. What you gotta understand though is they were plugging it directly into the ports in the console, so obviously they could detect that. Whereas these uh these devices, I, they and uh, that's oops, it, it, it emulates the controller. So but you... that's what I was talking about, right? Okay. I don't think people cheating by using the the emulators was a problem in Fortnite. Um, uh, so granted, it was less different. prevalent because you could just plug in a keyboard and mouse and use it. But if you use those same devices, it, it was still hard for those developers to detect it. And then you would be playing Fortnite with keyboard and mouse in a lobby with most of the controller players. So here's 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 my thing, right? Okay, all right. If it was less prevalent because it was just plug and play, why don't they just do that for Siege? Yeah, and uh, I, honestly, I think they should. I think that is probably the best answer to the problem they have right now, especially with you know this next generation of consoles, the Series X, the Series S, and the PS5 being capable of right now playing this game in 120 frames. Yeah. Um, and, you know, up to 4K, depending on your console. Um, you know, you, you give them the ability to shift their FOV and, you know, use a keyboard and mouse, and you're basically... A PC. Have, have you know, have a PC. Yeah. You know, shit, you get more FPS than Chris does, because he's got a 75 hertz monitor. Actually, I get good FPS, it's just I can't see it, because I only got <laughs> 75 hertz, all right? Anyways... <laughs> so, and and here's here's the thing with that, right? I heard that keyboard and mouse on console with the, uh, like with Siege, has an input delay. If they could get rid of the input delay whenever they just make it native and you just plug and play, then people would have no reason to use keyboard and mouse through an emulator. Yeah. Um, so that's, I know that Call of Duty um, supports the keyboard and mouse natively in the game, um, but even that, like you look at some videos that, uh, you know, level cap or Jack Frags. I can't remember who I was watching. Some guy that's a primarily PC gamer wanted to test out Warzone on the Series X because it supports 120 FPS um, mm -hmm. and mouse and keyboard. It's not the same smooth experience as it is on PC. Like, it's pretty close, but it, you can still tell if you're a PC gamer. Um, but, I mean, that that is a good point. Because the actual devices that emulate the controller... There's a big difference between that and an actual keyboard and mouse. Like, you obviously yeah. have more accuracy, but it's not anywhere near as smooth. Um, See, and, and something I do, I do want to state. Like, I'm not just saying this because I'm stupid and haven't tried it. Um, 
but I, whenever I was living with my, my buddies, um, he was like, man, I want to play Modern Warfare with keyboard and mouse on, on his Xbox One S. And I was like, okay, bet. So we got it set up and everything, and I was playing it, and there is a slight input delay. Um, it, it wasn't really noticeable. I, I, obviously, it was because I noticed it. But if you're not looking for right. it, you won't notice if it. If you're not going from PC back to console to do that, like if you're just going from a controller to that, you'll be like, oh, shit, this is amazing. This is great. This feels wonderful. And I feel like that would be a great bridge into getting people into PC, right? If they're being really competitive with Siege, and yeah. granted, this doesn't benefit Siege at all other than they'll sell more copies of their game. Yeah. Um, but if they really like the keyboard and mouse and they start noticing that there is an input delay because they're looking for it, it makes them want to build a PC. And then guess what? They sell a PC copy of the game. Yeah. Oh, that's true, but the other thing you got to think about is like, if it gets to the point where we're playing keyboard and mouse on console is as smooth as it is on PC, it's better to play on console because the cheating mm -hmm. is not really there. Fair. That's that's definitely true. If keyboard and mouse was as smooth on console as it is on PC, I would 100% and go buy another Xbox yeah. and start playing Siege, and then I'd have all my black ice and all my progression right? and everything yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> so I do agree with you on cross-progression. That should definitely be a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, uh, one other thing I will put out there, I did use keyboard and mouse on PS4 for like part of a season. For shame. Yeah, no, for sure, for shame. Uh, but honestly, like it made it no fun. Like it was too easy. Um, it's, it's really not a fun experience. Like it's kind of fun for the first little bit because you're like, oh, that's really easy to just run around and shit on kids. Uh, but it's not fun. Uh, and it's terrible. So I, I feel bad about that, honestly. Like, I only did it for part of a season. Um, I did hit plat when I did that. But then, you know, multiple seasons after that, I hit plat using a controller on console. <laughs> so, like, it, I, it definitely makes it easier. But, like, it doesn't... I don't know. It's not like I fucking hit diamond or anything. But um, I wanted to throw that out there. And, you and, know, uh, you guys can definitely roast me and, you know, ask questions and call me a terrible person or whatever. Uh, we'll probably put uh, links to... Uh, discord server and our socials and twitches and all that uh, say contact us definitely for uh back back to what you were saying um you know yeah it gets too easy um but that's kind of like having a survival world in minecraft and they'd be like oh i'm only going to spawn this in, and that's going to be it right and then oh well man i really need that and then you spawn that in. And then, oh, uh, you know what? It's just creative world now. I want to build whatever the heck I want, right? Right, right. So it's kind of like, yeah, creative isn't fun because you don't have to grind. But at the same time, it's more fun because you don't have to grind. So, and that's kind of like Siege. Yeah, you know, it's super easy now. Maybe I'll go back. And then you go back and you realize it's a really big grind and you're like no nah, i just want to be diamond for the charm and then ah yeah. you know what this is actually pretty fun and another know? thing I, I do want to bring up that i've heard some people say is like it's so prevalent at like plat and above that some people just do it to, to be able to be competitive because the amount of lobbies they're getting into where like multiple people on the enemy team are doing it anyway they're at a significant disadvantage if they don't um which i don't condone that either but that makes way more sense than what i did yeah, so uh, when me and you played on on console, right? Um, we were 
plat like almost every season for like six or seven seasons um did you really think you were playing up against mouse and key i mean i know my answer but what's yours uh i know that uh it's a lot more prevalent on playstation and i could notice it there um honestly i mean i <laughs> i don't know about in the xbox lobbies or not but i know that in the high playstation lobbies it is definitely a huge problem so uh okay all right fair 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 um, I did notice it. Um, you did or didn't? But I did. I did. Okay. All right. But you, you probably didn't notice it as much just because, you know, you're used to it being very rampant on PS4 and it's right. not that bad on Xbox. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I I did notice it. Like, there'd be times I'd watch... I'd watch every kill cam once I got up into Plat just to, yeah. like, how could I better myself as a player? And then I see someone flick onto my head... And I'm just like, well, he's not cheating because there's really no aimbot. Right, yeah. So he doesn't have a really high DPI because I was just watching him slowly move. Um, so what the heck happened? And my only explanation for it was keyboard and mouse. Well, yeah, I mean, you get, people on PlayStation had no shame. Like, they'd kill you, and then in the kill cam, they'd be jiggling their mouse so you knew it was mouse and keyboard. Ah, uh, yeah. No, they normally tried to hide it. Um, there were some people, of course, um, that didn't hide it, like... When you were high, uh, almost plat two, like you'd start seeing names over and over yeah. again, and you'd just yeah. be like, "Oh yeah, that guy's keyboard and mouse." Right. Like, right. It was stupid. Yeah, but well, I, I mean, feel we, like we, we we could. Uh, are you go ahead? Sorry. I feel like taking a step in the right direction by enabling crossplay would be the way to do it, because then you know you're going up against keyboard and mouse, and it's yeah. not just like. Oh well, maybe I am for for sure. And then you literally have no excuse if you still do it. You're you're just a dirtbag because then there's yeah. an there's an option to do it the correct way. Um, exactly, exactly. But I I want to kind of try and move on. Like we could talk about this topic for ten hours straight, and we wouldn't be like repetitive. Um, so we'll probably come back to it in later episodes. Uh, but let's kind of try and move on. Another topic we if you're okay with that that is unless you want to. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay. no I'm a hundred percent. Another thing we have on the list here is the 22nd meta, and we kind of covered that a little bit when we were just talking about it's kind of changed a little bit with the the most recent season, so I don't know if you want to discuss that more, or we can leave that and kind of move on. I'm down to expand on that. All right, yeah, please, please. What's your take? So, uh, with the 22nd meta, um, I do find myself a lot, like, find myself a lot, geez, English is hard. I do find myself <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times... Um, I'll be sitting, like, either outside the objective or outside the map, and I'm just either droning and getting information or just getting rid of traps. And then I look up at the timer, and I got I got 30 seconds left. So now you got to take into account I have to get into the building or close to the site. Then my information's gone again because things could have changed, so you have to sure. drone again. And next thing you know, there's 15, 20 seconds left on the clock, and you have to move in. Yeah. And you don't have time to fake plant anymore. Right. Time and management's very important, especially it, with all the trap operators. I mean, depending on how it plays out, like, you could get to a point around where there's enough time that you're like, this is just probably not going to happen because they have a Legion on their team, and there's, like, 40 seconds left, and I'm not that close to the objective. You know, like, that's not an unusual thing. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the the twenty second meta. Oh, you have to be prepared for those twenty seconds, and it's not just like one person on your team. Everybody who's left alive has to be ready to just full send. Yeah. You know, yeah. Glocks together, out. You know, yeah, 
And that that's a another great point. Like you and I, we typically play just the two of us in a two stack. Um, yep. That becomes very hard to do. Um, high when no one's level. communicating or doing good yeah. callouts, and it's like maybe I'm left alive, and there's one random, or it's Chris with one other random, or even just the two of us. And I don't know. Like it's, it just puts you at a significant disadvantage. Yeah. yeah. I feel like five stacking is the easy way to hit plat, right? For sure. Granted, Xbox, there was a lot of times I solo queued to plat, and then I worked you up, like, we played together and you got plat, or you got up to plat by yourself, and then you brought me into plat. Either way, right, we were we were able to solo to plat. Yeah. Um, yeah. On PC, the highest of solo queued is gold one. Right. Um, granted, that's really high. Like, that's oh, yeah. up there in skill yeah. level, but... I feel like without at least two people on your team, like that are in your discord or in your yeah. party, yeah. Uh, it's definitely hard to get up to plat just because again, it at 20 seconds, you, you need to make something happen. You need to pull something out of your butt. You need to do something. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, if the round goes to 20 seconds, you could all just get spawn peaked or ran out on it. <laughs> very true. <laughs> very true. <laughs> so um, the first 20 seconds and the last 20 seconds, very important, yeah, right? Yeah. But I think, um, you know, especially the the introduction of the uh, the you know the the pick and ban in uh in ranked in the you know that you should just be in pro league now. We have that as a feature in ranked. The addition of that, uh, the changes to Jaeger. Um, and you know, the kind of the nerfs and buffs they've been doing is definitely, um, it's not like the 22nd meta is gone, but it's being worked on and being addressed. So, um, uh, yeah, th- and hope for the future. I don't know. So I don't know if changing, uh, this is a completely different subject. Um, no, but it's about it, pick and ban. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if putting pick and ban in ranked help the pro league community or help the actual gamers right because you got to think anyone who played pro league didn't get to regularly practice with the pick and ban no they did uh in in custom games there's always been the option to play with pro league rules and have pick oh, and ban. so before before pick and ban was even in ranked uh it was an option in custom yeah games. but then you need 10 people right well, yeah, but for scrims and all practicing, and everything, oh, you okay, always yeah, run yeah, with yeah, the full. fair, fair, yeah, fair. Yeah. fair. No, it's a good I point, didn't even though. think about it custom just, games. Yeah, yeah. Though then I really do think it helped the community get better. Oh, for at sure. At that point, for sure. Um, but I mean, you gotta think when it first got introduced, everyone was just doing you know, fucking comfort bands. You know, they're banning like Cabby Jackal. and Jackal because they just don't want to yeah. deal with it. Well, you know, that's or fine. Mira you know, whatever. And like, you you ban whoever you want, Echo. but. Uh, if you plan a strat around banning a certain person or, you know, ban someone that's, you know, really can make a huge difference, like, it's it's a better way to go, but, I mean... I, I think that's what took us, because last season, we, we struggled to get to gold. I think what took us really into gold this season was we were planning our bans and it wasn't just, you know, we'll fuck around and find out. It was, hey... You know, me and you should probably vote to ban this operator because they're going to try to take this site this way. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you know that'll also benefit this site. Um, yeah, definitely a definitely a good point. Um, last season was rough. I did place high. I placed gold too, but then I immediately fell like way down dude, in the elo. I placed and I had to so... work my way back up. Uh, I placed was... silver five, dude. Yeah, I was, was not man. doing hot. I mean, I may have placed gold too, but I still fell down to. Uh, oh yeah. You know, 
same spot. So yeah, but yeah, it's a new season, and they did the the hard reset, which I'm kind of upset about. I mean, we're getting in lobbies with people we definitely should not be in lobbies with, but but it does help us get better as players, though we might lose Elo at the time. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Because you know, you'll never get better if you never challenge yourself, right? So I kind of feel like this is a blessing, but a curse at the same time. Yeah. No, you you you're right. You're right. Um, you want to move on to this uh, this next topic? I'm I'm looking forward to this one. No, which one? Uh, the one uh, that you need the image to talk about. Oh, oh my God! Yes, it's a perfect example of siege, right. and I love yeah, it. Let, let me let me set this up. So like the uh, listeners won't be able to uh, won't be able to see it, but <laughs> we can say it. So there's a you know like a lot of memes are like customized. To games that take like a, a meme that's somewhere else and they'll change things about it so like, i don't know if you've ever seen the meme where it's like the world and then there's an astronaut looking at it and then someone behind him and the astronaut's going wait it's and then you know something and then the astronaut behind him is going always has been and i saw this the other day and i was like wow that is super funny and very accurate so it's the world and the world is siege and then you got a siege player looking at it and he's like wait it's all map knowledge and then you got the astronaut behind him pointing a gun in the back of his head going, always has always been. Always has been. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is Siege in a nutshell. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it really is. Like, I think, um, you know, we've had, we've had conversations about this. Like, I think the ability to have a game with a skill ceiling this high that isn't entirely or even mostly dependent on raw aim uh, is really, really cool. Um, so, obviously, if you can't aim at all, you're probably not going to do well. Um, but you do a shitload better than if you were playing Counter-Strike, I'll tell you that for damn sure. So, uh, sorry, I'm kind of interrupting you, no, but I have something I really want to say while it's on my mind. Hell yeah. So, back when I was playing console, what took me from being silver to gold? Map knowledge. What took me from being gold to platinum? More map knowledge. I was never really good at aiming. And then I just learned the maps. I learned really nice angles where I can get the drop on enemies. As long as you get the for first bullet in, 90% of the time, you're winning the gunfight. Yeah. And all of that, map knowledge. Yeah. I oh, think, you go uh, back to what you're saying. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're not wrong, man. Like, uh, the the game sense and the map knowledge, I think, you know, it's, it's basically, you got, like, three parts. You got, like, aim and skill, like, mechanical ability. You got game sense and you got map knowledge. And I think, uh... If you have game sense and map knowledge down, but your aim is not the best, you'll do better than a player that has god-tier aim and maybe okay and decent, you know, game sense and map knowledge. For example, Shroud. Shroudy Rowdy. Let's do it, baby. He, so, you know, Nick made a good point. We were uh, talking Disclaimer. about Disclaimer. this. We both love Shroud to death and think he's Oh, awesome. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I've I love Shroud more than uh, more than Nick, but whatever. Oh, for sure. and I we we were talking about this subject <laughs> earlier, and Nick made some pretty good points, and I gotta stand behind him. Shroud has godlike aim, right? And I feel like he would make a really awesome siege player, like if his girlfriend taught him what she knew. Um, but where he lacks is map knowledge. You know, he's got game sense, he's got aim, he just doesn't have map knowledge. Yeah, I mean, he's played um, enough now that he has some of that, but, like, when he first started, you could tell, like, if he knew where the other person was or where they were coming from, he'd probably come up on top. But if it came down to something where it was, like, an angle through a wall or something that he didn't just didn't know, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was And that's probably the, just the clearest illustration of our point, is that, like, 
when it's that be. apparent on a player that has like this the aim of shroud like imagine for someone that doesn't exactly exactly i i, I don't i i want to disagree with you nick i really do but i can't dude i can't yeah like yeah. that that is a perfect that is a perfect example for this meme shroud is literally the first astronaut staring at the moon and the st- earth the earth and the astronaut with the gun is the entire siege community <laughs> being like ha ha guess what you got punked yeah that actually let's uh we can still talk about this but uh let's also talk about dude the community for siege is fucking great like uh, ah, I, I, I will disagree with you okay there, yeah dude. and it's a hot take or whatever like you can have your moment but like i love the community dude like the guild going on reddit and just looking at like the 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 memes and the jokes and like uh even just like people that do like cosplay and like cartoon art and stuff for the game like it's it's awesome like i think it's a cool community and obviously not everyone is like there's definitely some salties and some toxic people and it can be a bad experience sometimes but i think overall <coughs> last rank game we played on can I, I yeah okay well, we can talk about it too but I, I think overall i love the community <laughs> and i wouldn't have it any other way but go ahead and you know say what you want to say Okay, so Nick says this, right? And he, you know he's talking about, oh, the cosplays and the art. His mind's in the gutter. Don't let him fool you. Wow, um, okay. Not, I mean, yes, but also... I'm calling you out. <laughs> um, <laughs> putting you on blast. So this guy, right? <laughs> um, no, so we were, playing a, we were playing a ranked game on Canal, and this dude's totally trying to be a backseat gamer. I'm not referring to Nick. Um, basically telling us what we should do, what we're doing wrong, and, you know, we were finally like, dude, no one cares, like, just quit, and he started being hella toxic, and we have that in about every other ranked game, and in every, every casual game, it's like that. No, every it's casual. expected in casual. Though. Oh, which is fair, but ranked every other game you have a toxic player, that that sucks about the community. Like, yeah, it's fun. Like, if you play Siege and you know Siege to look at the memes, see what people are posting on the subreddits. That's all fun until you actually boot up the game and start playing it. Right. Yeah, I mean that's true, and you make a good point. But let's contrast that to you hop in any game of Call of Duty, and there's three eight-year-olds just screaming the n-word because they can which is fair but so it's, it's different um i i would personally rather be in a game of siege with a couple of high goals low plats that are feeling themselves and you know backseat game and generally being dicks than you know a bunch of eight-year-olds like screaming obscenities I, uh, I will say even some backseat gamers say some pretty smart things right so as toxic as they may seem Take everything they say with a grain of salt. If it actually sounds like a good play, do it. You know, don't just be an asshole and not do it, lose the game because, you know, you wanted to keep your morale up, right? No, that's true. And, you know, when we're talking about the community, like, uh, it's also, like, an excellent group of, uh, you know, content creators that have come around this game and, you know, started streaming and making YouTube videos. Wait, like who? Uh, so uh, we, actually, we yeah, we talk about that. We talk about like uh, people that we watch and you know people we follow, like their content. Honestly, so I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you, dude. I hardly ever watch Siege stuff anymore. Like well, I will play the hell out of Siege, sad, but I don't that. watch a lot of. Uh, I dude, I used to like every waking moment. I wasn't playing Siege. I was watching Siege, and at this point, 
I'm just oversaturated. Like, I love playing the game. Don't get me wrong. I'm just, I can't, I can't every waking hour do it. Mm. Like, there's other, I'm trying to learn guitar, you know, that's, yeah, that's where true. my interest is right yeah. now, right? 90% of the videos I watch are guitar. The other 10, the other 5% is um, Minecraft. And then a 3% is funny memes. And then that little 2% sitting right there, that's Siege. Mm. All right. Well, different strokes, different folks. I personally uh, really like uh, Get Flanked a lot. You know, he's got a couple podcasts he does, and he's got a YouTube channel, and he streams. I like his... Uh, I like his content. I like that he's like he's definitely a good player, but he's not like god tier. So he's not like you know champion champion diamond every season, but he's you know regularly plat. I think you know someone with that perspective closer to where we're playing. I I like to hear from people like that, not only people that are you know fucking hitting champion every season. Yeah, and something I uh, you know because I do I do still watch siege occasionally, so I I know who's relevant and who's not. Um, Trad being one of them in the Siege community anyways, um, which is very sad. I'm a sad boy. Um, but I've really, the, the Siege videos I do watch lately have been meeting Marley, dude. Yeah, Marley's got good stuff. He, dude, he, he pulls off some, some stuff that shouldn't work, but yeah. he plays casual, right? And that's yeah. not to, that's not to dog on Marley. Like, he makes really good content. Um, yeah. and it's, it's pretty relatable. Um, Evan Braddock's got good stuff too. Um, I actually played with him on console. I have a buddy that plays with him all the time, and I was playing with him during the beginning of COVID when I didn't have my PC. I was chilling on console. I got to play a couple games with him. That was pretty fun. Hell yeah! Say I, I um, someone else I used to watch. I don't watch anymore because honestly, he's he's kind of toxic. Nick kind of woke me up and made me realize that. Not to dog on him. He makes good content for what it is. Um, it is varsity gaming. Um, yeah, I, I do like I, him. Um, uh, yeah. But. He just complains too much for me. That's that's what gets me like not wanting to watch it. Like I used to love watching his solo queues, um, just to like learn how to solo queue. Yeah, I mean, um, he's got then, he's got good content, and I like him. But uh, even more just, than than that, like uh, I Austin, like I don't I don't know, man. He's fucking toxic. He just, I don't know, for Varsity Gaming, he just complains too much. Like, dude, I love your content, I love watching your gameplay, but it's just a random, man. Anyone that intentionally throws to get really low ranked and then uses that to rank up to plat to, like, make content out of that, like, it's kind of cool and I see why you'd want to do that. But you gotta think for, like, I don't know, two-thirds of the season you're shitting on people that you you have no reason being in lobbies with. Yeah. Like, if if you're trying your hardest and you're still ranking that's one thing like last season we got way lower than we've been in a very long time and we were trying and hard we were literally too. trying oh every my game. God. like that's one thing but if you're intentionally throwing to like be down these lower lobbies and you know get content and clips out of that like i don't know man like i don't fucking support that here's here's my theory like an expansion on what we did last season it is harder to get out of copper than it is to get into diamond because I think both are fucking near, impossible. We've never been anywhere near Diamond, but you're probably not wrong. Dude, they're both, they both seem impossible. Like, I've been high plat. I've never gotten into Diamond. I've been, like, one ELO off, and the next day the season reset, I was pissed. That was console. But I was pissed. <laughs> so, to me, Diamond is almost impossible to get to, right? And I've been in Copper. 
I spent an entire freaking season in copper. Never made it to bronze. I was in copper, dude. That was the hardest thing ever. Because, yeah, I would shit on absolutely everybody. But my yeah. team, the second I died, someone gets a lucky headshot. Yeah. Or it's just it's just a copper doing a copper thing. Yeah, dude, they'll sit, they'll sit in spots that make absolutely no sense, and you wouldn't even... Like, they're the kind of dumb spots that you don't even drone because it dude, doesn't make you sense. You have to get... You have to get dumber to get out of copper, and yeah. then you get to, like, silver, and you're like, uh, do I, do I shoot that guy? Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, Jesus, dude. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely. We've kind of talked about this a little bit, but are there any, uh, anything that's happened in the games we've been playing the last couple of weeks that you want to, like, highlight or pull out as far as, like, things that, uh, I don't know, cool shit that's happened or dumb shit or, you know, whatever? So... This is a so a Rooney. Is that her name? I keep forgetting it. Anyway, the new I'm bad with names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, think yeah. her name's Rooney. Her gadget seems hit and miss, and I don't know if it's because I what don't do really understand it. Um, but like, whenever I'm playing with a Rooney, um, or someone else is playing Rooney, they be like, "Hey, can you reset my stuff?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure. How do I do that?" They're like, "Oh, just shoot it." And I was like, okay, cool. I shoot it. It doesn't reset. I shoot it again. doesn't reset. I shoot it again. It resets. Hmm. And I'm just like, dude, what the hell? I have heard people say that in chat. Um, but I, I don't know. I haven't really done much with it. So yeah, maybe. Um, but I don't know enough about it to really say one way or the other. Uh, when I'm using her, the gadget seems to work, but I don't know. I, and I don't know if it's just me not really fully comprehending her because she's a new operator and I didn't play her on the test server. Yeah. Um, yeah. But and you also just got her, like, today. That's true, but I have been playing, like, on a team that had her. So Yeah, no, that's true. It's, that's true. it's fair. Either way, I'm not exactly um, a know-it-all on the subject, so... Eh. The casuals. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we yeah. might we might not have the most accurate information, but we have information. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, I was just like, I remember that one. I was a couple. I don't know, it was today or yesterday, but I was just like shooting through a barricade to try and open it, and just got a random headshot. And I was like, all right, yeah, that, that was two games cool. ago. Yeah, yeah that, yeah, that was good stuff. And then we were playing another game where the guy was backseat gaming and being annoying, but he made a good point that like. You know, pre-firing and wall bangs and, like, you might as well go for it, dude. Like, all the clips and shit you see is, like, mostly luck. Like, if it happens, great. You know, you get a headshot, cool, do it. But, like, pre-firing in particular, like, I think it just plays a huge part. Especially with, you know, you're moving in on defenders that are holding probably the best angle they can for the part they're trying to hold down. And, you know, you, you, as soon as the map comes out, you know, you start playing it, you see certain places people sit and pre-fire you know if you get a kill great if not you know keep clearing the room but i don't know yeah i definitely you know you're at a distinct advantage peaking a defender if they're holding an angle granted you are in a, you're, you have peekers advantage right so there's a slight delay between the time you see them and they see you but normally if they're already scoped in and they're you know, pre-aiming like they should be at head level. Yeah. They just gotta fire one shot. It doesn't matter if the rest of their magazine yeah. is in the right spot, right? And, and you gotta think too. The audio design in this game is excellent, so more likely than not, they're gonna hear you come before they see you. So they might pre-fire too. 
Yeah, and that's something you can't you can't hear them when they're just sitting exactly. there. Exactly. Which if I don't think they should change. Don't get no, me wrong. No, I don't think it should. If they're literally not moving, I don't think you should be able to hear them. But I think, you know, even now, like, if you crouch or even, you know, move by looking, you know, you do make some sound. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think you that's do fine. 100%. But if you're literally not moving, I don't think you should make any sound. Unless Dokubi calls you. Then, yeah, because I've been playing a lot of Dokubi lately, and her yeah, Mark 14, I'm loving it. Doki Doki's good, man. Especially she's got frags now. It's good stuff. My um, frags again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's move on. I think this is the last uh, last topic we have, and then we'll kind of talk about how you guys can reach out to us if you so choose to. Um, but what would you change about Siege if you could to make it better? Like, what would you? Let's say, like, you were able to change a couple things in in the game. What would you do? Let's limit this. Let's limit this to change one thing. One thing. So that okay. means you right. really have to want right. to change it. Right. Um, so, damn, what would I change? I'll let you go first if you have an idea on what you would change. If I could only change one thing, um, honestly, I want my uh, my stuff for my other platforms. Oh, we're not talking about like in-game things. Okay, well, we're talking I guess about in-game things too. But like, uh, I think I'd rather have that than anything else. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, let's let's like narrow it down. If you had to change something about the operators, their gadgets, how everything works, like in actual gameplay and not like cross progression or anything like that. Okay. If you had to change something there, yeah, then. Um... Uh, honestly, I really miss the ACOG on the SMG-11. That was just a lot of fun. I, oh my god, I would disagree with you there. <laughs> I never played, I never played when there was an ACOG on, actually, yeah, I did. I think White Noise, they still had it, didn't they? I think it might have been gone at that time. I don't know. They, I, they I, got I taken out fair, I don't know, we could look it up, but, you know. I'm not worried about it. Uh, but no, I feel like that... <laughs> If they kept the same amount of recoil that's on it now, I would agree with that. If they just kept it having a shit ton of recoil, I wouldn't mind at all. I don't feel like it would change a lot, other than you would get really long-range one-taps through really decent angles. Yeah. Um, and some people would just become gods at controlling the recoil. I mean, I know there already are, but it would make a higher skill ceiling for the SMG-11 and not yeah. just spray and pray. Yeah, I mean, SMG-11 is really good, and I'm typically pretty good about controlling recoil. Like, my recoil control on uh, Ella's SMG... I just have a macro. Really... <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm not yeah, joking. My recoil control on Ella's SMG is actually really, really good. I can fire that with little to no recoil, but even... But the SMG-11, I feel like, it's such a short clip, and it has, like, stupid recoil. That's even still you know, pretty hard for me. I actually have better luck with the SMG-11 than I do Ella's gun. Ella's really? gun, I, I can't tame the beast. I just run the FAO, the shotgun. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. shotgun's got to, so, you know, that's, that's oh, not a bad Definitely, way to go. definitely is. Yeah. Right. Um, if I had to change one thing, one thing at all, um, this is actually a toss-up. And I'll, I'll tell you which one I choose, but I, I want you to take into consideration the other one just for a little bit of... Uh, some subjects to think about um either one of two things being the deployable shields no longer having slots in them interesting because that's a pocket mirror and it is so hard at times to push those no you're right that's an integral part of uh 
pros play and a higher level, even just in rank, that you know that makes a huge difference. I was about to say I use that all the time, and I do think it can be unfair. Like if you have Warden behind a deployable shield, even though he don't have one, you can't flash him out. The only thing you can do is frag and hope they don't have a Jaeger or a Mai or set up to protect electricity him. on the shield. Yeah. Um, now, other than that, what I would change, and we discussed this earlier, Nick, and I'm still stuck on this because I freaking hate the new sites. Um, everybody that had an ACOG should still have an ACOG. Mm. Now, if they wanted to add something other than an ACOG to, uh, you know, people that they didn't necessarily want to have a 2.5 times scope... They should have added the 1.5 for those operators. But the operators that already had ACOGs should have still had ACOGs. Um, now, some operators still do have ACOGs, but I think that's the better site than the 1.5 or even the 3.0. I unless see your you point, have a DMR. And, uh, you know, I get it. Personally, I like the addition of all the different optics and, you know, kind of gives them another level of fine tuning. Like, instead of. Uh, just not having uh, any kind of far range optic, you know, stuck with the holographic or, you know, something like that. There's another option um, for balancing. Um, and uh, another thing, like just the different kinds of sites, like uh, like the holographic that's on the commando and the. Mm -hmm. It's also. It's, it initially was introduced with. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name right now. I'm drawing a blank. Mozzie. You know, Mozzie's gun. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they put yeah, it I'm on uh, Frost uh, SMG as well. Like, I love that site. That site's great. Um, yeah. But, no, I see what you're saying, but I, I do personally really like uh, the the addition of different levels of optics and shit. But uh, I see what you're I, saying. I, 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 don't get me wrong. I, I don't think the 1.5 was a step in the wrong direction. I really do enjoy it as much as I hate the little ring and the dot. Um, uh, just because I am colorblind, I, 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 I do like that they added that I could change the optic color and it's not just freaking yeah, gray now. That's true. Because um, yeah. I changed it to blue and I can see, I oh my god, I went higher in skill somehow. Um, <laughs> now, um, something, and the one I do stand behind is definitely everybody who had ACOGs should still have ACOGs. Yes, uh, 1.5 should still be in the game. I, I do do like those. But, like, Doc, Rook definitely should still have ACOGs instead of just having 1.5s. Actually, yeah. I don't even think Doc has a 1.5 now. I think he's stuck with, uh... Yeah, I think know, he like, doesn't, yeah. Yeah. All right, Which, that but, uh, sucks, but yeah. I understand the balancing aspect to it. Yeah, well, we're, uh, we're, we're sitting at about 73 minutes here, so let's go ahead and, uh plug our uh our stuff and uh wrap up this we, first episode if we, you're good with that have stuff to plug yeah I've, shoot if you've you got stuff to plug definitely definitely i figure i i would plug my uh my twitch and then uh you know let you guys know we'll put the the discord in the uh the description of the podcast if you want to join that be a part of the community you know, we, we play games and uh we can put a you know, a discussion thread in there for like questions and stuff and just conversation specifically about the podcast. Yeah, and we don't we don't just play Siege, you know, shoot, we've been playing StarCraft a lot lately. Yeah, um there is StarCraft, yeah. yeah. There is Cold War that we do play, but yeah, let's uh, not Nick's talk about uh, Call about of Duty that, Cold yeah. Sweats. Not right now anyway, but yeah, I we mean, do play that too. But yeah. specifically zombies is pretty fun. Um yeah. but yeah we'll, we'll put the the Discord in the description. And then uh, I'll put my Twitch in there too, but I am uh, you know, twitch.tv slash nck underscore venomous. Um, 
you got a Twitch too, right, Chris, or no? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mine's just not affiliated like yours. Uh, <laughs> let's <laughs> try to get it there. Let's try to get it there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's Twitch TV or TTV slash uh, Blackish Bump, uh, B-L-A-K-B-U-M-P. I, well, no, I guess it's blackish. So yeah, I don't even know my own Twitch, guys. Come on. Uh, <laughs> so it's blackish. Yeah. Pump sixty nine. Yeah, we'll, we'll put not, that in the description yeah. too, and we'll work on this for next episode. So English is we, hard. We guys. can correctly plug our own stuff. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Man. All right, yeah, but honestly, like this has been fun. This has been a you know dream of mine to do this for a while, and I'm I'm hyped for doing this. So uh, Dude, thank you, Chris, too, and uh, thank you yeah. to anyone that watches or listens to this. If you do, all right, cool. Let's uh. Get a show on the road, I guess. Peace. (laughs) Time to play some more ranked. Hell yeah.